You are listening to the Scaling to Freedom podcast. And if you are an online coach or course creator, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Christina Bernhard. I'm an ads agency owner that gets an inside look every day on what's working and what doesn't in the online coaching space. I'm here to share with you what we see works in our agency as well Welcome as what to we see happening and changing in the industry. I have a Stay special guest today because your I'm always talking about the back end of want. your business. And get started. Um, I mostly am talking about the front end because I'm in advertising. So that's what we do. But I do mention the back end because I have seen so many different scenarios where the back end kind of um, is either like a bit rocky or I've also seen it kind of crash and burn as people are pushing a lot of volume through. So whenever you're running ads and you are pushing a lot of volume through, it really does test your ability to support more clients and more students and purchasers and things like that. So um, that's why it's really, really important to make sure that back end is as strong as you can imagine it to be um, before you start to actually push a volume through. You never really know what's going to happen until the volume actually goes through, but you do want to be as prepared as possible and ideally have someone on your team that is going to be in charge of that. So as that volume gets pushed through, you can just make little tweaks and that you're not having anything break or you're not losing clients and things like that. So um, today I have Brooke Scott from Agency 23 and she is a specialist in optimizing funnels, systems, tech, and operations. And so that is why I wanted to have her on to get her perspective because while I do talk about it a lot on the podcast, I talk about it more so from like an observation standpoint because I'm not in operation. So this is just something that I observe in a lot of coaching businesses. So I wanted to have her on because she's in, in the actual like um, business of it. And she's the one that actually like works in operations and does things like that. So um, here is Brooke. I hope you enjoy our conversation um, and super happy to have had her on. I think you will find it really, really helpful. Okay, so I already did an intro um, introducing Brooke. Um, so I'm super excited to have you on. Thank you for coming on the show. And um, first, before we get into everything, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, of course. So um, I'm Brooke Scott. And before I dive any deeper, again, thank you for having me on. Super excited to be here and to be able to give a side of expertise in the operations and integration piece of things when it comes to systems in your businesses, especially for coaching businesses. I'm an operations and integration specialist where I focus behind the scenes in the operations tech workflows, systems and funnels with the ultimate goal of helping businesses restore and optimize their behind the scenes and streamline their client delivery. So focusing on how the internal is flowing and operating and focusing on the external of how things are resulting in the public eye. I serve various groups of women entrepreneurs from advertising and funnel agencies to coaches and consultants and service providers. And my mission is really just to help those women in business create swoon-worthy and efficient systems, the keyword efficient, um, that they've always wanted with the goal of eliminating wasted time and money using lean fundamentals and process improvement routines to help keep things streamlined. So really making sure all of the steps that are being taken are necessary and adding value to the process. And anything that isn't added value is a step that can be eliminated. Amazing. Yeah. I, I love this collaboration because I talk about this a bit on the podcast about, you know, the back end and being able to, you know, the importance of having those systems and being able to scale properly because once you start running ads, you really start to see the holes in the business. Mm -hmm. um, and so I talk about it a lot on the podcast, but I, I wanted to have you on to hear it from your perspective, because while I'm 
I see a lot of things. I'm more so just the observer of seeing things that fall through um, and seeing what works. And because I am part of their team, so I kind of see what their team structure is and how things function in the back, but just only as an observer. So I'm super excited to have you on and talk about um, this from your perspective as someone who goes in and like fixes these things and like, you know, makes things more efficient. Um, so what we're trying to avoid whenever we're starting to run ads is um, we want to avoid like crazy burnout because that's something I see all the time. Um, but also the business just completely dropping the ball once the volume comes in. Cause I see that as well, where that back end is like shaky as hell once all this volume goes in there. Um, and it can be a true, true nightmare, even though everyone always says like what they really want is like sales and revenue and all of these things, but right. that can actually be a not so glamorous if we don't have these other pieces in place. So Super excited to um, dive into this and have it be a little bit more detailed than I've been on the podcast about this. So um, yeah, first let's dive into just like the obvious, like why is it so important to have these systems in place um, to scale properly? Like what specifically are the benefits? Yeah, absolutely. So having systems in place is one thing, but having the right systems in place is a whole different ballpark. So it's really important to first evaluate where you are and what you have and understand that it's a journey to even get there. And it's not going to uh, you know, happen overnight. So just having that expectation mm -hmm. that, you know, you can't make this happen overnight. Don't put that um, unnecessary pressure on your team to make it happen overnight. Understand that it's a journey to get to that end state, but just being aware of what that end state is or what it should be. Um, so that way you have a fast track of getting there. Um, I've worked with plenty of women entrepreneurs who didn't have it all together and they grew really rapidly and the systems were something that weren't really touched on or cleaned up. And in those situations, there's a lot of potential for there to be a ton of tech mishaps or things triggering when they're not supposed to because they were set up a long time ago before they, you know, they scaled quickly before they, you know, introduced this new offer and they didn't have the time to or simply forgot to up those things, update those things as they went. Um, when it comes to scaling for most people, it, it happens quickly. I mean, you see it time and time again, especially these larger gurus, you know, they went through a period of time where they did scale so incredibly fast. So what kind of happens behind the scenes? Are there systems, you know, in place? You know, that's that's the big question. So it's absolutely important to first really solidify your offers, which is a whole separate field of things as like that's like your first step to really be clear on what you what you're offering and what you want. And then take the time to map that out for the you know customer journey and the flow. A great way to approach this is to outline either the end goal or the basic one, two, three steps like they enroll, they get access, they come to calls, they offboard whatever that may be. And once you have that outline of things, start reverse engineering and ask yourself, okay, how did that happen? How is that going to happen? What's based on that? What triggers that? And while that can be a little overwhelming, if you're not comfortable with how things integrate, it's something that's important to at least note down for someone to come in and make that journey connect and happen for you. Reverse engineering, those things will help you eliminate steps that really focus on what actually matters in the process so that your process can be smooth. I think when it comes to figuring it out as you go, 
quote air quotes. Um, it's definitely something that can be done. And I absolutely encourage optimizing as you go and tweaking for different launch periods. But it's really important to have someone on the team who has that role specifically, especially if you're scaling so quickly or anticipate scaling quickly. Because I mean, you can't really gauge of, you know, overnight success or a boom or something, you know, happen um, or is more direct focus and an eye on your automations and onboarding processes and everything that falls in between. As far as the benefits of focusing on the systems for a coaching business in particular, um, I have about five. So your why, your team culture, minimal waste, evergreen improvement, and, and aligned metrics tracking. So breaking those down a little bit, your first off, knowing your why. Real change comes from knowing why and explaining the why. Knowing why you're doing something is more important than knowing how to do something else. Having that understanding under your belt will help you expand the how later when it actually when it comes to actually putting things together. But everything stems from why you have a specific system running or why this is connected to that. Um, secondly would be your team culture. So focusing on truly optimizing your systems creates an encouraging environment of constant learning that opens the door to opportunities in benefiting your team. Problems, tech errors, and barriers come and go. Knowing how to problem solve and incorporate those restorative qualities into your culture will help you keep ahead of the curve so that the optimization can be more simple. Even when things go haywire, it's a learning opportunity to know what to do or what not to do with your systems so that your standard operating procedures are that much better. The third benefit is minimal waste, and that is focusing on your systems helps you identify wasted time, energy, clicks, money, et cetera, and improves productivity across your entire team. The more you can eliminate and condense within your understanding of your why, the simpler and more aligned your processes will be. The key is making sure that again, everything is contributing value to the process and be can, and can be reverse engineered to your why and to your current goal or focus. The next would be evergreen improvement. Consistently optimizing and focusing on your systems encourage small win, small wins for your team and transforms those small wins into rapid snowball effective wins and continual improvement toward the bigger picture. So the more aligned and fine-tuned your processes are, the clearer and easier it will be to manage it regardless of the role on your team. Plus those small wins and continual improvement show your team the small results of their work, which encourages the culture to build upon itself, going back to that team culture benefit. And then lastly, aligned metric tracking, identifying and your leading factors and indicators to improve your context and answer questions is what drives you to make more informed decisions. The more data you have, the stronger your decision-making on all fronts is going to be. So that can look like collecting your page conversions for your launch and then optimizing the page for your next launch period based on the data that you tracked. So those five things, your, your why, your team culture, minimal waste, evergreen improvement, and aligned metrics tracking are benefits to focusing on your systems so that your coaching business can take things to the next level. Yeah, I, I love that you mentioned that it isn't an overnight process because that is that's one thing that even I like scaling the agency, I felt like, you know, I'm a very like systems oriented, like my, my brain just works that way. I love doing this stuff. Um, yeah, I love that you said that it's, it isn't an overnight process because that is one thing that, 
even I, um, as an agency owner, whenever I went to scale the agency, you know, my brain works in this like systemized way. So in my mind, I was like, this is going to be really easy for me. And like, maybe in compared to like other scenarios or other like, you know, brain types or whatever it was, but I didn't anticipate how long it would actually take to integrate those systems because you do have to like integrate something and then you have to just like see how it plays out um, Mm -hmm. and let that work. So, um, and it takes a lot of time. And then especially when you're including other people and having team and, you know, and things like that. I also love that you mentioned um, team culture because that's not something that I don't think people think about when they think about systems. But one thing that I've seen just as an observer of these things is how how much of a difference it makes whenever my clients have team members who have been on their team for a long time because they already know how things work. They don't need my client constantly. They don't have to like go back and forth about things. They just know so much and they're so integrated. And I can also speak to just as another business owner of how amazing it is to have an integrated team huge. Um, it, It is just so much more seamless. Um, and then also the metrics tracking, huge. Um, I talk about that all the time and it's crazy. Like I've had many clients who are multiple seven figures who don't know their numbers and they don't have any system in place to track, um, their metrics and things like that. So, um, love that. Um, so where would you think, where would you say that, um, the biggest like mistakes that people are making, like what is it that people are often skipping when it comes to putting these systems in place? So what are the biggest mistakes that you've seen? Yeah. So one mistake is that a lot of people skip setting up their business foundation to have that ideal customer experience. A large majority of business owners, kind of like how we talked about um, in the previous question, hit the point of where they're scaling so quickly overnight and they don't have the simple things outlined to begin with. And then they get tripped up and have to shift focus on customer service or the tech behind the scenes versus staying in their zone of genius as the coach or the front facing external liaison of the business. Um, Another mistake that often happens is throwing a Band-Aid on things when tech does break because it happens all the time. And just a kind of a side note for this, it's really important that business owners aren't jumping to blame their blame their team when it comes to tech mishaps happening behind the scenes because sometimes tech, you know, does its thing and it 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 doesn't do its thing. And nothing's perfect, nobody's perfect, and the system isn't perfect. So just like a side note reminder don't jump to blame your team if tech does break. There's probably a fix, um, but band-aids won't last your launch period or will keep things happening again. So just don't throw a band-aid on top of things either. Um, It's important as a business owner to understand how things are living and breathing so that when things do get technical, you can be at minimum direct with your support in the right direction of what should be happening. Um, Another mistake that I often see is business owners putting too much in the mix when it comes to, quote, having all the things, like having all the platforms or whatever, instead of determining if those things are adding value to the business or not. You can really lean in and lean those things up and have simple systems or just the ones that do what you need without having all the bells and whistles and still be set up for success. As a side note, I personally don't suggest all-in-one platforms or systems because if something does go down, your whole business is out for the count. 
um, or for the time being. So I would just really make sure you're doing the research before investing in platforms just because one, ver one person recommended it. So definitely taking the time to research the platforms that you're going to be using. And that way, you know, you can set a time, set aside a time for um, training your team if needed. I love that. And so with that, um, cause those are things that I definitely see and, you know, I've, I've talked over and over on, you know, what happens when those things are in place. Um, so if someone, you know, is just starting out or maybe they're not starting out and they, so I think a lot of the people that listen to the podcast, they're not necessarily starting out usually, but some of them are starting out with systems. Um, mm -hmm which is crazy. You can actually make a lot of money sometimes without systems, but it is a nightmare. Yeah. For <laughs> um, sure. yeah I mean, I've had clients not be able to get out of bed because they're so burnt out. Um, and not just yeah. one or two clients, lots of clients. Like it's a very common thing in this space that mm -hmm. people aren't talking much about, um, that I really feel like this is the key to not having that happen. Um, yeah. so if someone is maybe not starting out in their business, but they are, you know, diving into like having a better foundation, what is, what's the, like the very first place for them to start? Like if there's someone I'm, I'm thinking of one of my clients who are not one specifically, but like a client of mine that is very like, they're very about like energy and they're not like system minded and things mm -hmm. like that. They're very like creative and they, this stuff is like, just, they hate it. Um, and I, I'm like, I have like people popping up in my head. If we're talking to them and we just want to direct them, like first place for them to start, make it super, super simple. Like, where would they start? Like, where do they go? Yeah. So I have, um, about three categories I can put that into. Okay. Um, so before you get started, I would just make sure that you do these three things. So okay. one, know your priority. So many business owners forget that everything stems from the overall picture and what goal you're climbing the ladder to right now. So stop focusing on having all the things or implementing all the platforms or doing this and that with success. Don't confuse the two because you're going to end up with too many pieces that don't fit together. And the result is wasted time and money and efforts and energy and all the things. So focus on the right now and knock out one goal at a time. There's no sense in doing all of the things right now if it doesn't align with your current goals. So you can keep things simple. Systems can be simple. I know there's, you know, a stigma around systems and how just, everything's just so technical and all the things, but it can be simple. And they're meant to help you in your business and not confuse you or cause havoc behind the scenes. Um, another thing I would do is understand what you need before outsourcing the solution. So before you even get to the hiring phase, anyone can make a quick fix, but until you understand how that branch is holding its place in, in your business, it's just as weak as any other branch or any other twig. You don't have to be the one who's responsible for the task, but being the business owner, you need to have the complete understanding at each step of your foundation so that you can build further upon it and hire the right and aligned people because you have that understanding in place. And then lastly, don't let the lack of awareness of systems or of knowing all the things scare you from even getting started and implementing something new or testing something out or scare you into just replicating what someone else has. None of us know what we don't know until we start getting our feet wet one step at a time. There isn't a magic save all quote formula that's going to be cut and paste and we'll transform everyone and we'll give everyone, you know, the, their dream workflow but making sure that you go through the base steps of what is going to get you to 
your magic formula. You have the ability to save time and money by finding out what works best for you, no matter where you stand. There is a path for you and service providers like me are here, are here to help you uncover that path so you can get back to doing what you love and serving your clients while your coaching business is operating smoothly behind the scenes. I love, I love that you um, mentioned also, like whenever you're hiring someone like are already having the solution in mind and knowing what that is before you hire, because that is one thing that I've seen so much is that they have like, there's like this part of their business is an absolute mess. And so they hire someone, they're just like, fix it, but they don't actually know what the solution is. And it always fails. Like they always end up letting that person go and it just never, doesn't work out. Um, I see that a lot. And um, I can even say like, as an agency owner, that, that, that is what has been true for me and my experience is that I need to know exactly what this role, like how that, like I need to have the solution first and then yeah. hire to, you know, aid in the solution, not hire yeah. for the solution. Um, yeah. so, or even just having the understanding of like what your ideal scenario would be. So that way, whenever you are in that hiring process, you could communicate that and get mm -hmm. a better gauge on the person that you're talking to and if they're going to be a fit for your business. So that way you can, you know, optimize and, you know, implement all the things that you're wanting. So agree. Yeah. Um, so with that, is there a specific hire that would be, or that you see is the most impactful for a coaching business? So if someone is in the place where they are making a lot of sales, um, and they're in a good place, but they don't have, you know, they're kind of like running on that hamster wheel. Like, is there a specific hire that you see more times than not be like the magic hire for coaching businesses in that state? Yeah, so I would generally say someone who is in a support position, but not someone who's too much of a beginner, someone who is, you know, preferably someone who um, understands the ins and outs of how things integrate and move behind the scenes, like an OBM or like an integrator, someone who kind of specializes in those areas that have more of a big picture component of things, as well as knowing the know-how of how to do all the things. Um, people can people who can support and understand the overall strategy and have the know-how for implementation, integrating and troubleshooting will be the key person here. Um, another big key here is that troubleshooting component and really knowing the systems the business owner has so that when things go haywire, you can either know how to fix it or know exactly how to contact support. A lot of the troubleshooting can be up in the air based on the system suite or the business itself and the capabilities of that business or the systems they have. So I would make sure that in your hiring process, you're outlining those specific platforms. So that way you are able to vet the right people. The reason that I would suggest those roles as a most impactful for a coaching business is because that is who is helping the operations run smoothly behind the scenes and can grasp, like I said, the strategy of your overall business, they have that understanding and they can do the things. Without that, you're back at square one with, you know, trying to fix things with band-aids as you go instead of being able to optimize. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and so do you have an, like a story or an example of how, like what that looks like when someone actually puts the right systems in place um, where it did actually make a huge difference? Yeah. So one example, I had a client who had piecemealed her. She's a, um, she was a coach. So 
this works perfectly for this example. Um, she had piecemealed her onboarding process together for her coaching clients and things were working, but it wasn't to the level or extent of what she wanted. So I sat down with her OBM and we tackled, you know, what needed to happen, the, then outlined the platforms that she had. So I knew where to get started. And then we touched on the quote, in a dream world, this would happen things because you never know if those are a possibility until you actually verbalize those and have someone who has the know-how of getting that done. So what we did was we integrated her purchasing platform to appropriately track and tag contacts as they came into her program and created a Zap, which a Zap side note is Zapier. It's a third-party automation platform that works seamlessly with most platforms and I highly recommend it. Um, but we created a Zap to, or based on that purchase, it would notify the team and her project management platform to send the contract and it would automatically add that contact record to her client roster so that everything was organized at a glance when the coach needed to manage her coaching clients at a high level. And then made sure that automation also delivered the emails it was supposed to, along with giving access to the course it was supposed to. And then on top of that, adding in a nurture sequence based on the length of time for that package so that those clients could have those touch points along the way and provide feedback outside of the normal container. Adding all of that took her simple onboarding from just a purchase happening and then getting access to a course to kicking off so much organization behind the scenes so that some team members could monitor payments and others could manage via the client roster. And ultimately that client felt more secure in how she brought new clients on. Yeah. Just hearing like all of the, the details, it just shows like you really should just like hire someone to be mm -hmm. able to like see these things and integrate it because it is a lot of details. And like you said, it, it can be very simple, um, yeah. but it, it really does help to have someone who um, understands, you know, the different ways to do things and, you know, the fastest, yeah. simplest way to get those things done. Um, it's definitely a like, piece by piece scenario. So every, every business is different and everyone's going to be custom to theirs. So I would just suggest at minimum, just talking to someone, whether it's just market research for yourself to kind of understand things just to get questions answered. Um, so that way you kind of have a better track to where you want to be as far as hiring someone. Um, yeah. So that would be yeah. what I would suggest. So agree. Um, amazing. So if, is there anything that you think that we missed before we close out? Um, I don't think so. I think we kind of hit on the few like high level topics that would be really important for someone who's coming in listening to this podcast based on if they have a coaching, a coaching business. So I really think that uh, the points that we touched on today would be super beneficial. Perfect. Um, yeah. So where can they find you? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is um, ops. So short for operations, but OPS dot analyst dot Brooke and Brooke is spelled with an E. So that is where you can find me on Instagram. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's where everyone says yes. everyone. Yeah. That's like the, the place to find everyone. Um, yeah. Amazing. So it was so great having you on um, and we'll definitely put all the links in the show notes as well. Um, so people can find you and connect with you. Um, so uh, yeah, it was great having you. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Scaling to Freedom podcast. If you are a seven-figure coach looking for ads management with an agency that partners with you to get your work out into the world and amplify your impact, see if we are a good fit by applying for a spot in our agency at christinabernhard.com slash apply. Find the link in our show notes.